Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is Pod 97. My name is Jay, and today we're going to be discussing the metal element and what it feels like for metals to truly experience, feel, and be in this lifetime. Perhaps, we can't be definite, but of course I'm with my co-host, Lita Herman, and that's definite. (laughs) Thanks. Well, I just back. don't want to put them in a box. No, they don't want to be in a box. No, they don't want to be a box. In a box. Welcome back. Today, you know, we're doing this elemental series on what does each elemental person truly want in life. Of course, every person is a little different, but we explain this concept of how to ask yourself what you truly want in Pod ninety three. So, if you haven't heard that podcast and you want to kind of get the background on this one today, please go back and listen to that. This is the question we need to ask ourselves as part of doing the first stage of alchemy. So today, so Jay, explain a little bit more about today. Today, we're going to talk about what could possibly give a metal person a sense of completion, a sense of fulfillment, and we'll just kind of explore that and see where it magically carpet ride takes us. Yes. And just to give you some more like a backdrop about the metal element, you know, we have to think about this according to kind of what a lot of metal people are aware of, which is that the fun part of life is not even in this dimension. It's about... Do, 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 do. <laughs> yes. We love dimensions. Yes. It's about where we came from before we were born and where we're going when we die. So the drama of what we call life that we're constantly playing out is less interesting to the metals than the other side, that mystery, wherever we came from. And even if you don't think about it, if you're metal, somewhere inside you, you probably know this to be true. And in in a way, it's like you're sitting back in a reclining chair, watching the rest of the world go through all their imaginations. Did you say imaginations? Imaginations, no. no. Machinations. Machinations. They do like the scheme. Yes. In a good way. Yes. And just see what all these people are doing you know, as a bunch of shenanigans, really. <laughs> yeah. They're going to love being called shenanigans. <laughs> no, we're not calling metal, metal people shenanigans. They no, do like no, they see us oh, going oh, yeah. through all our shenanigans. Oh, yeah, we're shenanigans. For yeah, sure. we, we're doing the shenanigans and they're just watching. I'm not sure that's actually a word in the, used in that way. <laughs> well, like, what shenanigans are you up to? Ooh. I, what? <laughs> I just went totally in the wrong direction there. Yeah, right the down. Fire, the fire right what down shenan- Shenanigans yeah. are you shenanigans up to? There you go. The, there double you go. Shen- the double shenanigan use. There you go. So in other words, let's just say that metals see through the rest of us. It's like they see all the bull crap and games that we all play with each other. It's like they have x-ray vision and they just see it all. And then they just shrug because, you know, there's really nothing to do about it. They don't really care. No. No. Nah. But they watch it. Sure. So Lita, how could they even ask the question of what do I really want if coming from, well, in a sense, they're coming from that nothing really matters point of view? Like, so why would they or why would they not ask that question? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, nothing really matters. It reminds me of that Queen song, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, just that little song. Nothing really matters to me. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right. Boy, we got that right out of the way. We got the singing out of the way. All right. So, so we- nothing really matters. So why would they want to even consider asking the question? Yes. But wait, wait. 
don't answer that. <laughs> Before we answer that, drum roll. Ding. I don't have my sound effects today, sorry. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the Inspired Action podcast world because we're in the world headquarters of the Inspired Action podcast right now. What a coincidence. That's where we record this podcast. Yeah, that is a coincidence. Well, we're really excited that, you know, many of you probably hopefully know already that our audiobook is now out on Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. And I don't know about you, but uh, it's been harder and harder to pick up a physical book these days. Well, so much easy. Summer listening is now summer reading. So if you want to have your summer reading, it, you got to do it through the audio. Yes. And so the audio book came out great. We're really excited about it. Check it out in wherever you Well, we you hope listen. it came out great. Yeah, we hope People it. are saying they like it. <laughs> but if you'd like to listen to it, Audible, Amazon, iTunes, we would love a review if you like it or ratings, anything. If you If you got anything out of it or have a positive feeling, that would be great. And we're about, we're coming up on our 100th podcast. 100. And so, you know, we're doing a lot of things around that 100th podcast. So if you haven't signed up to our our um, newsletter kind of, you know, sign up list, you can find that on the inspiredactionpodcast.com or on our alchemylearningcenter.com. Either one will get you into our email list and we can let you know about different events that we might be having in the sure, future. Sure, classes, webinars yeah. from the Alchemy Learning Center. But if you would like to write us a review or give us some stars, if you laugh or get any kind of enjoyment or education out of it, that would be great. And if you want to get some of our special merch. Yes. We got, we're dropping some merch. We have some summer merch. We have some cute summer shirts left, unisexy with no sleeves that people kind of <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, I'm taking that word, unisexy. That's a great uh, word. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so just, you know, let us know if you want to do that or want anything. We have water bottles, hats. Yeah. I don't know. We got all kinds we're of stuff. We're having fun. So, but we just basically would love for you to enjoy the experience of listening and then just let other people know that you're enjoying the experience. Yeah, it helps us get get the word out. And really, the word is really worldwide right now. I mean, we've yeah. got listeners writing us from countries all over the world. And it's exciting. So thank you for, for all that you guys have done so far in rating and reviewing the podcast. And if you haven't done so, you know, if you can Takes just like take 10 a moment. Seconds. We just have, they make it a little complicated, but... Yeah, some of them, Spotify, it's really hard. So if you can jump on over to Apple or Google or another place and write a review, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. And so also, Lita, if you want to talk really quick, 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 so I want to get back to Metal about the Alchemy Learning Center, what's going on there? So the Alchemy Learning Center is where we're putting all the information that you're hearing in this podcast into some some way that you can dive a little deeper, get more information. We have some uh, free classes. We have some meditations. We have all kinds of things, plus, you know, classes that you can join and things like that about the five elements, about the nine palaces, about alchemy. So you can check it out at alchemylearningcenter.com. That's right. Dot com. <laughs> um, all right. Fantastic. And I really quickly will mention that I know we have our new book out on audio through the mystery gate, but we have just almost finished our new newest new book, which will be out later this year, the very end of the year. It's called Drumroll Ring. The Nine Palaces of the Heart. The Nine Palaces of the Heart. It's about the nine palaces, which we talk about a lot on the show. We're super excited and it's really, really, really like we have the gas pedal on. It's going great. And we just wanted to just announce that a little bit. This is like the pre-pre-pre. That's exciting. So if you're listening to this, you are the first people to know that we have a new book out <laughs> called The Nine Palaces of the Heart coming out. Coming We're hoping out. by the end of 2022. All right. 
And what, <laughs> it might be a while before we have the audio. We don't know. Yeah. We might do it at the same time. No, I think we'll do it at the same time. Yeah. See, yeah. And now we're really throwing the gauntlet down. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. So okay. if you're into this, keep listening. We'll have more. So let's go back to the metal. Talk about the mysterious answer to this difficult question. What do I really want from right. the metal perspective? Yes. All right. So how do metals answer this question if nothing really matters? That's what we've And they think up. we're all shenanigans. Yes, right. Doing shenanigans. <laughs> Doing shenanigan things. Right. <laughs> then the thing is, they know nothing really matters, and then they get caught up in this play of life just like the rest of us and, you know, what some might call samsara of life. You know, they fall in love passionately. They get notoriety and respect in the world. They do all the things metal loves to do, and they start to think maybe it's all about life here and now rather than where we came from or where we're going to, you know, before birth and after death. Um, so, so, you know, it's not like they're all, you know, just thinking about this mystery, this big mystery, but in the background somewhere inside, they probably are. And it does come out in pop culture a lot. If you're yeah. aware of it and you can see it, like when Lita and I watch a movie, we we know within five minutes if it's a metal director or a metal writer or metal people cast in the roles. Yes. Like instantly, because we, we see these themes it's, it's that like come out. It's like a signature. Right. There's a slowed down nature. There's a lot of spaciousness in terms of pauses and slower, beautiful, a lot more beauty, a yeah. focus on that. So that that's kind of the metal metal life. Now, you know, there's also the factor that sometimes metal just decides to drop out of society because they don't want to do the shenanigans right. <laughs> that everyone else is They're doing. They're done it. with the shenanigans. <laughs> the shenanigans. And a metal movie, if speaking of movies, would be Nomadland. Yeah, that's recent. And that if you want to get a little insight onto metal with some great acting and directing and writing and all that good stuff, it's definitely something to check out. And it's, you know, it's got drama and it has to do with survival and being in the moment where life and death is really present and there it's, they don't like think about it outwardly, but it's always there hanging there. Yeah. And so, and it's done beautifully. And I don't know. I, I love that movie. Yeah. So, but like the rest of us, you know, metal. But wait, I just want to say. Yes. It's not the feel good movie of the summer. <laughs> no. Or last summer. <laughs> so don't be going like, Jay said it's popcorn and blah, 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 <laughs> and you cry. Well, I'm not saying you're going to cry, but you might squeak out a tear. I'm not saying. But don't, I, I'm not saying it's the feel good, happy, you know, happy feet penguin movie of the summer. But no. if you want to have a little metal insight and. You're in that mode. Well, the reason that a lot of metal movies aren't the feel-good movies is they feel good in terms of this idea of, of engaging the concept of losing and right. the connection that you feel in the loss. So that's what metal's all about, connection and loss. You know, feeling like you've lost something, but but through the memory of it, you reconnect with it and you oh, feel nice. That's the tagline for the movie, yes. Nomad Land. Exactly what Lita just said. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. That could have been on the poster. Yes. Because that is it. <laughs> so, um, all right, cool. That's all right. great. So there's your homework, Nomadland. Yeah. 
Right. So anyway, metals, just like the rest of us, they still live and want and desire. And, you know, even if they know underneath that all of this is just shenanigans, we're going to just keep saying that word. How many times? (laughs) Someone count them. (laughs) It's why they can feel comfortable, you know, like even walking through cemeteries. You know, many of them are like, cool, let's go to a cemetery. You know, uh, a lot of other elemental types are like, no. And they like to walk through it quietly. Yeah, quietly. Respectfully. Yeah. It's almost like the dead people are more their people than the living people are, you know. And of course, as with any element, whenever we make a sweeping generalization, there are going to be many who, for whatever reason, feel differently. And there can be definitely metals out there who are even scared to go into graveyards. But, you know, you know, maybe they were frightened as a kid. And that's why, like, there was some some story about why they might be scared. But you know, barring those exceptions, um, you know, it's more a feeling we're talking about. So if we go with metals on the surface, sure, just like everyone else, they desire a lot. They have, you know, maybe they have like a super expensive, highly engineered and well-designed something. That like, they love. Like they, they love, like a, a car or something. Or, you know, they love this particular kind of architecture. And maybe they even build their own home to be this beautiful sure elegant piece of architecture or artwork you know maybe they own a piece of like really exquisite artwork or remember it's part of creativity it could be they creating it yeah yeah yeah. and you know they a lot of them love really good industrial design you know if you look at sort of you know apple's way of um designing a lot of the equipment we use it's very sleek and very powerful yet modest looking and even though steve jobs was you know definitely wood and loved gadgetry. I think a lot of maybe through him being metal second or something like that. We haven't really looked at that, but you know, obviously there must have been a lot of metal influence in the a designers. Lot of those sure, yeah. And I'll give you another example too. Uh, recently, we got to uh, drive a Tesla car, and I had been in them but not really paid attention. So we finally had one for a week when we were out doing work on the West Coast, and I was just blown away on how much they stripped away from modern cars. They have all clean lines. It's like, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like precision. It's like clean. Like, I don't know extra anything. It looks like a piece of artwork that moves at 80 miles an hour by itself. If you want, it's got self-driving. Yeah. I mean, if you walk into like a kitchen where you just see the cabinets on the counter, there's nothing on the counters. There's, there's no distractions to your eye, just like really clean lines. That's definitely more like a metal element. Right. And we can look at Elon. We know Elon is water, but we don't know what his, we haven't really gone too too far. But so that's another example of water, not metal, but yet has this metal project right really, or he just hired you know metal, metal designers, designers yeah <laughs> it's just clean lines <laughs> and just you know very very nice yeah so for metals the what do i really want question is mysterious it is elusive and it's not easy to answer because in a way most metals are going to answer this question with the most spiritually evolved answer you can possibly think and of and what is that Lita? stop <laughs> dangling just tell us <laughs> sorry the lead up here is killing you huh Jay? Aye, aye, right. aye. so the answer is nothing oh well okay 
Yep, that's it. I get it. I'm just teasing. They want to want nothing. I mean, in Taoism, you know, that just means you're living in the Tao. So, you know, how can you even want from a place like that? So want and want, they want to want nothing. Yes. Let's just name that this episode, (laughs) the wanting of wanting nothing. How about that, right? Yes. So, you know, forgive me, I think in this episode, we're going to have to talk a little bit about Taoism, at least in this sense. Um, So, you know, just in terms of like, you know, as we explain with the metal element, it's tapped into something most of the rest of us don't have. Or maybe if you're metal second or third, you might have some of this in moments. And that's this feeling of connection to whatever is pre or post life. And wherever we came from before we were born and wherever we go to after we die, you know, metals, you know, they kind of never left it. It's like they have one foot in both places, like one foot in the mystery and one foot in whatever we see and feel is what we call reality. And so that's how it feels. Like they have this ineffable sense of something beyond, something untouchable, something unknowable, incomprehensible. And yet they feel it, they know it exists, and they have a longing to experience it. And that's why they're so attractive to the rest of us, because we all kind of like that mysteriousness and we want to you know, we kind of think if we stand next to them, we'll get get like a little understanding of it or something. So we all kind of want to, you know, pick up on that vibe, that je ne sais quoi, you know, what is it? We don't know. We always say the metal are the coolest yes, element for sure. They are. So in Chinese philosophy, they say we exit into life and enter into death. Now think about that for a moment. What is that really saying? It says that the place that matters isn't here and now, this life, this reality as we know it, if we've exited from the good place. You know, you know that TV show, which I love, by yes, the way. Yes. So I miss it. Yes. So you're exiting from that good place. Don't we want to get back to it? Isn't the goal to return to whence we came? I'm a goal is a wood term. So yes, there you go. (laughs) How about isn't the illusion to return whence we came? Yeah, maybe. Let's make it deeper. All right. Right. What's the (laughs) illusion? What's behind the veil? What's behind the veil? What's in the next dimension? Yes. So it's important because in terms of a metal, if we ask them the what do I really want question, they may not know why they're struggling to answer it. Because they'll think we're asking what they want in this life and this reality. But for them, maybe that answer cannot be confined by time and space. Maybe that answer becomes so way bigger than this body living this existence. And really, in metal terms, there's no boundary of time and space. You know, we always joke that when a metal is a close friend to you or loves you, you could be 3,000 miles away or, you know, maybe the last time you talked was 20 years ago. But for them, they're still as steadfast and strong as the last time they saw you. And none of the barriers of time and space really matter to them which is why they might not take the initiative to actually pick up the phone and actually call you because a lot of friends of metals kind of wish that they would be more in touch, but they are to them. They're communing with you in their heads, maybe having conversations with you as if you're together in the here and now. And they do this all the time. Yeah. I love it. And when, and when you live with no sense of time and space as a confine to your experience, then the things you know that you genuinely really, really want are going to be kind of quite Ineffable. Yes, ineffable. <laughs> yes. So sometimes that is translated into art. How like, did you know I was going to use that word? <laughs> How did you know I was going to use that word? Wow. Psychic. Psychic. Wow. I'm like really like 
just stunned. But yes, that was the word I was going to use. <laughs> That's a great word. I did the dramatic pause and... <laughs> There's no word better than ineffable for metal people. All right. And sometimes that ineffableness is translated into art. It's like those metal movies that are slow moving. They're stunningly beautiful. They're a bit heartbreaking perhaps, but in a cosmic way. They often don't have much of a plot even, but a lot of beautiful sunsets and poignant slow-moving conversations where not much is said, but so much is conveyed in the mood. And they're, you know, like art house movies, indie movies, you know, things like that. So, you know, like like Nomadland, like Jay said, Call Me By Your Name uh, was one. Carol was a good example. Lost in Translation is kind of a yeah. movie that you should definitely look at. And, and really the most exquisite of all time was Wings of Desire, uh, directed by Wim Wenders, Vim Wenders, right? Yeah. And um, some newer movies, The Tree of Life with Brad Pitt and Sean Penn, The Fountain with Hugh Jackman. You know, There's these, so many. There's just, we could go on and on. We could just go on on and on. So if, you, if you're like, what is this metal thing about? Go, go watch those movies and you'll You'll yeah. get the feeling. And, and then you think about it, when you make movies, create movies, it is like going into another dimension. So yeah. and that is why a lot of metal people are attracted to that, for sure. Yeah. Storytelling in any form. Right. So we, uh, you know. But we not have... fire for it, step for storytelling or earth. Right. It's but different. But it's different. Yeah. It's very it's more different. cosmic. Cosmic. Yeah. Yes. So we have to kind of touch down to earth and to this reality of here and now to understand how... I mean, wait, hold on. I got another thought. If you think of like Nomadland versus like Iron Man, <laughs> right? Two different worlds of two different movies about outcasts. Yeah, like, that's Like completely true. different. But I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to watch both those movies back to back because I'm like the contrast. <laughs> yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah. I'm telling you. Why did you pick Iron Man? Because <laughs> it is like, you know, the... It's kind of like a similar yeah. thing. Yeah, because yeah. he's like off by himself. Yeah. All right. But cool. he's trying to be in a groove and I don't know, it's a lot. Yeah. We could talk Iron Man if someone wants to talk Iron Man. Or that would be Land. Wood, right? Yeah. Iron Man, yeah. Maybe. Well, the the actor and the character yeah. is probably Wood. Yeah. Well, the actor is for sure. Yeah, the actor is for sure. But I'll just think that's, you know, that we could kind of go down and do some some uh, Marvel yeah. There's so many out there now. I it could know. take us like the rest of the year. Okay. All right. Sorry. I digress. So back to the here and now, yes. Jay, like I was just saying. I was just have... having a deep concept of like, wow. Remember the whole thing we used to say, yoga and yeah. yogurt? Yes. I was thinking Nomadland, Iron Man. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> sorry. For those of you who don't know the yogurt and yoga analogy, a metal person once said to me, just just like this, said, Lita, yoga and yogurt. And I was like, wow, cool. Right. And she's like, it. yeah, I know, really. And we just like communed silently about those two concepts and all the mm -hmm. ways they relate to each other. And that's, that's a metal conversation for yeah. you. Okay. So if a metal has to confine themselves to a body in this lifetime, what does that metal person really want? So let's try to kind of get a little bit more specific here. It's going to be an answer that has to do with the cosmic forces of life and the universe. And we always say that metal is meant to be free, free to fly on their magic carpet rides. But at the same time, they long for deep connection. And we always say it's like being a little leaf attached to its mother tree. 
On the one hand, it doesn't want to leave its safe, cozy home. And on the other hand, it sees all these other leaves, you know, flying on the breeze and having a blast. And it wants to fly free on the breeze without a care in the world. And this is the dilemma for all metals. They want so much to have limitless freedom to roam and see the world. Remember, the travel palace of the nine palaces is a metal palace after all. Or they want freedom to have complete creativity, because that's another palace, the creativity palace, to create something beautiful that can grasp at the essence of something beyond this lifetime, like those movies. But alas, you know, they're they're heavily motivated by service to those around them. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. Their families, their jobs, their spouses, anyone that relies on them, they feel beholden to because they want to be And because they think if they're providing service to their loved ones, then they'll be more deeply connected. So that word connected is at the heart of it because connection is so important to them. They feel obliged. And that's really, the obligation is the big word. They feel obliged to be of service and sacrifice what they want for others, which they do daily, day after day after day. So similar to Earth in our last podcast, who can't answer the question if they're thinking or worried or concerned about any of their loved ones uh, for them finding happiness or peace. In order to answer their question, metals have to stop thinking about their obligations. Remember, they've created their own obligations or willingly taken on society's view of their obligations or their family's view of their obligations. That was a lot right there. Yeah. We can so, even break that down for like another half an hour. I know. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like it. here they are willingly wanting to be obligated and at the same time hating those obligations. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. So they have to stop thinking about those obligations to their family, jobs, society as a whole, whatever they feel obligated to. So they can ask the what do I really want question open-ended. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was a lot like the Earth podcast last time, which, by the way, I had a conversation with an Earth person. I was just saying, okay, what if you could just say your entire family was completely happy and healthy and well? And I was going to finish the sentence and say, what would you really want then? And the person went, that's it. So that's what yeah. she wanted. Like, yeah. that is it. Like, that made so much sense. And so for metal, it's like, what if all the people needing you to help them with this or that, what if they didn't need you? What if they didn't need your service at all? Like, you really were truly free. You had no obligations to them because they didn't need you. And you, just for the answering this question, I know it's hypothetical because it's never going to happen. But hypothetically, imagine all those people don't need your services right now. Then let's ask that question. So the answer to deep down is going to always be this dualistic issue, one side wanting connection with all that re- that is, really. It's not just human connection. It's, they want connection with cosmic you know, energy. And, um, you know, humans, communities, you know, everything, the divine, this is is the connection part of it. And however that phrase, it's the feeling like they're attached to something, like that leaf on a tree, and they really, really want something along those lines. But if they have that, if they can feel that, what they want even more is to feel so safe and secure in that attachment that they can let go 
and completely fly free like a little leaf on a breeze and roam from place to place without feeling like they have to lose the connection, meaning they've already attained the attachment. They don't have to work on it. On it. They don't have to be of service all the time. And now they can bring that with them wherever they go. It's really what's at the core of attachment theory, you know, that was originally postulated by psychologist John Bowlby, that if we raise children to feel attached to their parents so they feel so secure and safe, then when they feel confident enough to go out into the world and explore it, they're going to be fine. Like, they're going to be like, I got this. And that's the metal's dream, to feel safe in the connection with themselves and with those they're connected to so they can be truly free. Boy, that was a lot. That was a lot. And that (laughs) safety will come from feeling like they have these lifelong bonds, but the bonds aren't shackles. Yeah. You often hear metals feel like they're just like held into place by these obligations. Yeah, it's not a support system so much. And they go that encourage them to roam around the world on their magic carpet. Yeah. Which is what they truly want too. I mean, imagine that you had parents who were like, we don't want anything from you. We just want you to fly and go do your thing. Like go travel around the world or whatever you wanted to do. What if they gave you 100% the feeling that the confidence that that was true, that you could just go and not worry about them and yet Along they were there. Along with their credit card. Yeah. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, totally. Go be first class. <laughs> So it's almost like metals. Just joking. Yes, first class. (laughs) They can do it without a credit card. But it's almost like metals need permission from their families to go be and do what they need to do in the world. And the problem is they don't ever even ask for permission. Yeah. Probably if they did, they might get it. Yeah. So if you're metal knowing this, we ask you to ask yourself, what do I really want? We're going to ask you to do an experiment to put aside this very strong desire to serve your loved ones, your coworkers, your society, you know, that obligation that you carry so heavily. And let's just say, hypothetically, you're off the hook. Yeah. Right? You don't need, they don't need your service. It's not that they don't want your service. Right. They just, they don't need it right now. And then, so you can start to think and ponder, what do you really want for yourself? Just for you, deep down. Yeah. What do you think your life is truly about? It doesn't have to be about doing necessarily. It doesn't have to be about wanting It just doesn't, like, if you don't have that identity of the social obligations, where would you be? Who would you be? And, you know, like we said, you might want to travel, you might want to be creative, or you might want to have a spiritual pursuit. Remember, we're all trying to get to the home palace of the nine palaces. So you can do this as part of a meditation where you allow your analytical mind to relax a bit. It might be a little helpful. Okay. You can just let answers arise. I know that when I've had mental people, they need to do it a few times and I've done it in the past. Like they need to do it a few times because they just have to keep giving themselves more permission, more permission, more permission. Let the answers arise from deep inside. Go to places that are beyond your mind, beyond time and space reality. And the answers will come from, guess where, Lita? Inside your heart. Yes. Yes. And so that's it, you know, for homework, you know, send us your answers. We'd love to hear them, Yeah. you know, write them down, document them, write them on the Inspired Action Podcast Facebook group if you want, or stick them on a post-it on or, your wall. Sure. Or send us an email if you want. Yeah. Like you don't have to put it on the Facebook if you don't want to. And remember, you know, you're going to have to like say like, remember this was sort of hypothetical and you'll probably feel stuck again if you've had a lot of obligations and that feeling of lack of freedom in life. You know, so, so you might feel that again 
And it's pretty certain that you probably will feel not free again. And then you can remember what you really want is that freedom and, you know, that that it's important to still have connection and freedom at the same time. And so in a future podcast, you'll come to learn that you get to have both freedom and connection. Stay tuned for Stay that tuned. podcast. <laughs> All right. So go out and have some shenanigans with your shenanigan friends. No. And, tune in, and tune in for the next episode on water. Actually, metal people love to have little shenanigans. Yes. Right? Not just not too much. Yes. Just enough to be. They love to have a little scheme break going the on. rules That's just right. a little just bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> like a tiny bit. All right. Go have some fun and we will talk soon. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog. <laughs>